You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, good evening. Um, tonight, I just want to talk to you about some things that just kind of been turning over my spirit. Um, you know, the Bible says that in the last days that men's hearts will fail them because of fear. And, of course, you know, that is a, a sobering thought. But I was reflecting on that and... Um, I was thinking this, that if your heart will fail you because of fear, then your heart will sustain you because of faith. And we're in a, in a season where we've never seen the change that we're seeing. And last night I, I woke up with this verse of my heart, and the Bible says this, that we are led forth with our peace, that peace leads us. And of course, we're on a journey with the Lord, and God wants us to walk in a place to where it does not matter what we hear in the media or what we see transpiring in the earth, that we are settled, hallelujah, we are settled in our assurance that God is still in control. And over the years, um, one of the ways that I've learned to walk in peace is uh, you know, the Bible talks about that we have an outer man and we have an inner man. It says, the outward man perisheth, but the inward man is renewed day by day. And that, that inner man that's renewed by God is in union with the Holy Ghost. And one of the ways that I've learned to walk in peace is when I make decisions or I get in places in my life that I'm not sure which direction to go, I find the one where my spirit has peace. I may not fully understand it, but when, there, when my soul is at rest, the Bible says, I think it's in Romans, says, for as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. And so when there is a settledness in your spirit, that you're not wrought and you're not upset, even though you may not know the direction completely or the, the paths that God has set for you, one thing the Lord will always give you is there's this inner peace. That's why the Bible says that we are led forth by our peace. And so on this journey with God, whenever there's an unsettledness in your spirit and there's unrest, then you ask the Holy Ghost, what am I doing? Where do I need to go? What changes do I need to make? And the Spirit of God will begin to speak because there is an inner voice that's in all of us called the Holy Ghost. And oh my, how many times have you and I diverted or averted disaster because the inner voice of God spoke to us? And so um, I want to read a verse in Psalms uh, chapter 57 and verse 1, it says, Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful, merciful unto me, for my soul trusteth in thee. Yea, in the shadow of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be passed. And the enemy cannot forever win. There are seasons, there are boundaries, even as the Lord spoke of the ocean. He said, I put boundaries on the ocean, the waves don't get to cross. And everything has limitations that's created by God except you and I.
We are without limitation. The Spirit of the Lord was given unto Jesus without measure. And the Scripture says in John that you and I now, as Christ is in heaven, so are we in the earth. And so we have the Spirit of God without limitation. So I want to go back to the book of Genesis, and I want to read you a verse here that will tie in with what we just read in Psalms. And in uh, Genesis, um, the very first chapter, verse 1, it says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. In verse 2, it says, The earth is without form, and it's void, and darkness is upon the face of the deep. And so uh, the word void there literally means uh, destruction and misery and death. And so when this verse is describing the earth, it's describing it in a sense that we know that God never makes anything that when he's done, it looks like it's been through disaster. And so something had happened to the earth in that time that had shifted it from the beauty of creation that God had started it in until now there's all kinds of disaster and darkness upon the earth. But it says it is only upon the face of the waters. Then the last part of this verse says, and the Spirit of God, or the Holy Ghost, moved upon the face of the waters. I also know this, that with the limitations that God has on the devil, he can only go so far. And when you begin to read the scripture, it does not say that darkness and misery and death and destruction is in the inner depths of the earth. It says it's only on the surface. And I can tell you prophetically that when you look at what you're seeing in the earth right now, it's not very deep. It may look powerful, it may look insurmountable, it may look impossible for the church, but it is only on the face of the deep. What I want to draw your attention to is the scripture says that as this setting was unfolding, that the Spirit of the Lord moved. This is what the word move means. It literally means to brood or to hover. Or in our sense, it could even mean to incubate. What the scripture was saying here, that even though to the natural eye, everything looked like it was over and could not be fixed, could not be repaired, the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord on the earth was hovering. Hallelujah. He was brooding. There was an incubation taking place. And we know that if you know anything about poultry, that there is a season of incubation for that egg before that chick comes forth into life. And what the Lord was declaring here, that though it looked like that there was darkness and there was nothing going on, that even in the midst of that, the Spirit of God was already on the earth and there was a hovering, hallelujah. Can you imagine that the glory of God, though it could not be seen, was hovering and it was brooding over the earth. What does that mean? That underneath there, there was something that God was already beginning to set in motion. No wonder it says, and then God said, let there be light. And immediately there was light. Why did that happen? Because already in the midst of the darkness that man could not see, there was already a brooding and a hovering and an incubating of the Spirit of the Lord in the earth right now. It looks like darkness is upon the earth, and it looks like the darkness is literally winning the war. 
But what hell does not realize, and many, many people don't see, is that the Spirit of God is already hovering and brooding, the Holy Ghost. If you go back to Ezekiel, I think 37, the vision of the dry bones, the last thing the Lord tells the prophet, he said, don't prophesy to the bones. He said, prophesy to the wind of God, the Holy Spirit, the breath of God, the Ruah. And the Bible says that when you begin to prophesy to the wind, the breath, the Holy Spirit, that life begin to come in. We are in the very beginnings of seeing God doing something supernatural in the Spirit of the Lord. And so when you think about brooding and hovering and incubating, then you have to think in the terms uh, of a bird. And... Uh, in, I, in Isaiah, the Lord says this. He said, have I not bared thee on the wings of an eagle? And in Psalms 117, verse 8, Psalms 36, verse 7, Psalms 68, verse 7, it always, it's talking about the shadow of the wing of God. And um, if I remember where the Lord is speaking here in the book of Psalms, uh, chapter 135, he says this. He says about people who do not have peace. He said, the idols of the heathen are silver and gold and the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. And neither is there any breath, the Ruah of God, the Spirit of the Lord, in their mouth. They that make them are like unto them, and so is everyone who trusteth in them. Part of the issue that's in humanity right now is man has trusted in man-made things. They're looking to man-made things, to idols, to give them their answer, to give them their deliverance. And the Lord said that when you trust in them, then you become like them. That's why there's no peace. But they that put their hope in the Lord, they are led forth by the peace of God. And so the Lord begins to speak and he says, you will abide under the shadow of my wings. So if you could see it in the spirit right now, you would see the, the wings of the spirit of the Lord that are spread out over the earth. And there is a brooding and a hovering taking place. And God is our defense in the midst of that. That's why, it's, why as I read the scripture, it says, Lord, you will protect me until these calamities pass by. Um, Jesus said this in John 10 and verse 27. And this is why it's so important in this hour to have an inner voice that lets you know that God is in control. He said, my sheep know my voice. And he said, I know them and they follow me. And when I read that, I thought, Lord, it's amazing that, that we can know your voice, that when God speaks, we recognize it. But the Lord also says, and I know their voice. I think that when I go to prayer in the mornings, and I say, Lord, this is me, immediately. Or when you go to prayer and you say, Lord, I just come to tell you I love you, immediately God goes, I know that voice. Why? Because there's a familiarity there. 
And so we're, we're in a season where, uh, you know, in Matthew, the Lord was speaking, and he was speaking to Jerusalem. And he said, I see calamity coming on you. He said, how often would I have, have gathered you under my wings that I would have protected you as a mother hen does her chicks? He said, but you didn't have me. You wouldn't have me. We're in an hour where for the righteous, there is a wingspan of the Holy Ghost that right now in the spirit realm, it doesn't matter what the news says, I don't care what the reports are, doesn't matter how dark it is, there is a hovering and a brooding of the Holy Ghost that's upon the face of the earth. And at any moment, and if you've heard me preach recently, you know this, that I believe 2022 is gonna be the year that God stands up and says, let there be light, and there is gonna be light. Jesus wrote this, he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And for those of us that have learned that our heart belongs to God, then our heart doesn't fail us because of the faith that we have in the Lord. And if we have faith in God, then we know that the Lord is coming back for a glorious church. And I was reflecting on this the other night that, um, you know, right now the church looks wounded and bloody and torn and we've been through some horrendous times in the last year and a half to two years. And so many of you precious saints in the other countries that, that write me and you're under lockdowns and being forced with vaccine mandates and masks and can't leave your country and can't have church. I feel this in the spirit of the Lord. I want you to know that over your nations, hallelujah, there is a spreading of the wings of God. And God is saying, I am hovering and I am brooding, whether it's Germany or France or Nigeria or India or Australia or doesn't, it doesn't matter, Brazil, Argentina, in Russia and China. There is a wingspan of God that is stretched out over this earth. And right now, underneath all of the chaos that's going on, the Spirit of the Lord is brooding and hovering and incubating. And you and I are still breathing. We're still alive. Why? Because we are under the shadow of the Almighty. You know, um, the Bible says that we are led forth by our peace. And I was thinking about the peace of the Lord and when the angel came and prophesied, he said his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father. And then he said, the Prince of Peace. So if we're led by our peace, who's leading us? Jesus. Jesus has already walked these roads Jesus, though physically was not yet in the earth, his spirit was, he walked through these tumultuous times of the early church. He walked with them when Nero was burning them at the stake. He walked with them in the dark ages when so many Christians were 
executed and tortured to death. He's already walked these roads. God is not surprised by what we're seeing in our modern times. He's not moved. He's not upset. And you say, well, then what do we do? We just rest under the wings of God. Let's let God do his brooding and his hovering. Let's let God take care of what he wants to take care of. But I can tell you this, in the meantime, whether you're in a country that's free or locked down, they cannot take the glory and the spirit of the Lord out of your soul. Keep the peace of God. And if you let the peace of the Lord lead you, though we do not know what we will encounter in the future, if God's peace is leading us, he said, I'll go with you. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. And so I, I really feel strong that, that this message tonight is really more for a lot of my precious saints that are in other countries. And though there are many of you here in the United States that watch, that I know that many of you are under such duress and you've lost jobs, you've lost loved ones, and some of you are struggling to find a church where the presence of the Lord is. But always remember this, the enemy can only triumph for so long and then God says, that's enough. And God steps out of the brooding and the hovering and he just says, let there be light. And immediately, hallelujah, there's light. I believe that when we see God move, it's gonna happen in a 24-hour period in the earth. And we're gonna one day be in one place and the next day we're gonna see God triumph. So I want to encourage you, let the peace of God lead you. If you can't, if you don't have an answer, then don't try to figure it out. You walk in the knowledge that God's given you. You hold on to the peace, the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. Let the Lord lead and guide you. Let God take care of this thing. I don't think we're maybe but weeks away from seeing the greatest intervention that we've ever seen from heaven to the earth. So be strong. I love you. And um, one of these days, I hope that you and I uh, can see each other face to face. Until then, you know this, that the wings of God are overshadowing you. And he who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High and under the shadow of the Almighty. We will not fear what man can do to us. Till I see you next week, God bless you. Be strong in the Lord. You are an overcomer. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.